So today is the first time I have a guest coming to my podcast, and we would like to interview all different energy types in human design, and also curious about um, their story using their special type and special strategies, how they uh, successfully manage their life and business. And today we have a family dynamic coach, uh, Sasha Clark, and she's gracefully to accept us the first guest. So let me to uh, let Sasha say hi to everybody. Hi, I'm very honored to be here. I'm so, um, I feel actually very grateful that you asked me and I hope that you have many more fun conversations after this one. What a great idea. Yeah, all right. That's just a lot of fun because everybody's different. We have our, you know, childhood experience and we have different energy type. And also the programming and conditioning depends on where we go. Like me, I'm from the East and then I program in the East when I growing up. And then I moved to West. I have to reprogram myself to adapt to that environment. So we're constantly doing those kind of things, right? Right. But sometimes we are not aware we're doing it until mm-hmm. maybe we get slow down our lifestyle and get more space and pauses. And then we start to see ourselves differently. So, Sasha, would you like to share with us about your type and sure. uh, maybe um, your family type and how you manage your family dynamic? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I am a 6'2 mental projector, so that just basically means I'm pretty much a role model kind um, kind of energy throughout my life. And uh, the line sixes go through three distinct stages of their life. Um, And my husband's also a 6'2, but he's a generator. And so it's interesting that we both basically... um, well, we, we got married when we were in our early 30s. And so we had really settled that first part of our life down. And then we got married. And we, the second season of our life, we have been really homebodies together. Um, we have four children. Um, we have an older daughter who is 25. So she's out of the house. And then uh, we have an 11 year old son. They're both generators. Um, she's an emotionally defined generator. My next, my first son is a pure generator. So he's just, sacral defined. And then um, my middle, my second son, third child is an emotionally defined generator. And then my baby, who's actually five now, so he's not really a baby anymore, but he is an emotional projector. And so we, I, um, so when you talk about conditioning, I, you know, um, I think some people are like trying really hard not to be conditioned by people. And in my family environment, it's just like, I, it's kind of just the normal weather here is that I am, I have to just make space as a projector in my day to just be alone in my own aura. And, um, and teaching my youngest to spend some time by himself occasionally is also been challenging because he's, there's a little, there's a four and a half year age difference between him and his older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he just tries really hard to keep up with those two generators all day long. And it's exhausting for him. Um, and so what I do a lot of times is I will like, um, they could, I don't know if you can see my space very well, but like, there's a kind of an entertainment area over here. Uh-huh. And yes, my yes. generator boys will sit over there and play video games. And I, he has a desk right next to mine. And so I'll be like, do you want to come over here and work with me? Because it, that it's more than six feet away. It gives him a chance to kind of diffuse some of that sacral energy. So it's not driving him so hard. Lucky for him, he has a defined root. So he doesn't have that pressure to finish things to get it off his plate like I do, but he does, it's really hard. It's really been an interesting um, experience for me to try to teach my children 
about their design you know, in language that they can understand. And I, I hear that complaint a lot from parents I work with that like it, it's hard enough for them to get used to their own design and learn their own mm-hmm. strategy and authority and learning to be more patient with and wait for something to respond to. And I mean, even manifestors have to wait for something. They're waiting for that internal like divine timing, right? Yes. And so just learning to wait, <laughs> I think takes a lot of work for some people and learning to, you know, work with their solar plexus wave or whatever they're learning about. And then they're like, but then to like translate that to some, to one of my children whose design is way different than mine, I just have a hard time like conceptualizing that and carrying the information I'm learning about myself over into now from a new perspective. And so I'm really adept at being able to put myself in other people's shoes. And again, I assume that's because I have so many open undefined centers in my, my body graph. I also used to do counseling um, before in another feels like a whole lifetime ago um and so I'm able to I love to hear people's stories it helps me to kind of um empathically like try to walk a mile in their shoes and try to imagine what their experience through their eyes is like and then that's when I come in and say um, let's try to look at this from a couple different angles you know and see what else is also true because your truth is true and the way you experienced it is also true, but it's also possible to, if we look at it from across the street or up above or, you know, whatever, from the <laughs> child's perspective, it can look very different depending on which angle we're looking at it from. And so that's really the magic sauce I bring to um, to my family and to my clients is just like, let's just brainstorm some different ways of looking at this and see what else is true. And then, you know, we always go back to their authority and go, what does that, does that resonate with you and, and follow what their internal authority is saying? is the next right step. So, um, but yeah, you're right. Ha, a, a guiding generators. I, I got, um, has been basically, uh, a skill I've mastered in my own home because <laughs> I'm surrounded by them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I need to kind of just highlight Sasha, just share. Um, she, um, has this insights about others, feeling others, energy, because that, that's projected too. They are very intuitive. They're this one of their strengths. And also they are more because they need the energy from generators or generator actually doing things uh, based on her direction. So if she doesn't give out the direction, um, family member around them, they are generator, which is kind of just like doing whatever. And they waste a lot of energy <laughs> to run yeah. the bingo you know, everywhere. So the projectors really just give uh, the generator or the manufacturing generator more of the direction and they are like herding the sheep go to the <laughs> place, <laughs> not like it's dispersed to everybody. Yeah. But because of that, sometimes um, the, the downside, I based on, I learned, and I'm one of my sons in projector too, mm-hmm. and uh, will be burning now because they are believe they are just like generator, they have to do yeah. stuff. But projector really don't have the built or the mental energy to really do too much. They can do something, but they're easy to become burnouts, you know, just go too much um, because mm-hmm. when the generator is gone, you don't have a way to sustainable rebuild your energy. Yeah. <laughs> so you need a generator around you to keep that going. So I wonder, is that something you experience when you are building your um, business because you are a projector? Yeah, um, definitely. There's okay. So, and really, again, like, like I said, I don't, I, um, like I told you before we got on camera, I don't really 
believe that projectors are meant to guide and manage people, although some of us do. Um, definitely a coaching process is guiding a person, but I really see it more as guiding energy. And everyone has energy, either they're producing it in their sacral or it's flowing through them because they have open centers or they're not. I mean, like it's, it can be so confusing if you have an open solar plexus, like I do for the longest time, I thought all of these waves of emotion that were, that were happening in my house were mine. And it was so freeing to find out they actually aren't mine most of the time. And I can choose to engage with it or not. And uh, a lot of times um, I've found through my experience with playing with that energy and managing that energy is that um, my defined, my the people in my life, well, like I told you, um, I have four four generators of the four of them, three of them are emotionally defined. And, and then my projector um, baby is also emotionally defined. And so I do get a lot, I sometimes feel like a boat in the ocean, you know, and there's all these different crashing waves. And then sometimes they crash against each other and I'm like, whoa, you know, and so instead of I've chosen to not assign the meaning of overwhelm to that and instead go, wow, I'm just, I'm going to become this master surfer in on all these waves. And I'm just going to learn to not get attached to them because they're not mine. And, um, and so I just posted on my, um, on my Instagram and sent out an email about like the holidays are coming up in the, in the United States. And, um, and there's holidays usually come with a lot of change in schedules. Um, maybe we eat at different times because of parties and gatherings and maybe our sleep schedule changes. I know my, my children are already preparing for the 4th of July fireworks by Ah. staying up just a little later and sleeping in a little later in the morning so that it's not too much of a crash to their systems (laughs) And um, especially my projector, because he needs a lot of rest. And um, anyway, so, but when you change sleep habits and when you change eating habits, that makes it harder for children to regulate their own emotions. And then they're also disconnecting from their parents a little more. My kids will be, because they'll be playing with other kids and not in my aura, regulate, helping regulate themselves as much. And so I'm just, I'm just preparing myself mentally for the fact that there will probably be some big waves of emotion this weekend. (laughs) And so I thought, oh, I wonder if other parents might want to know that too. And so I just, I've learned, trained myself to use this visualization that I'm like the sand on a beach Mm. and that the wave is not attached to me. I mean, sand doesn't really absorb, it quickly absorbs, but also quickly releases the water off of the wave. And so that's what I imagine myself doing when one of my children come into my aura with a big feeling. I just see myself as that sand and let them just crash their wave on me because it will mute it down if I don't react to it. Um, I have found if I try to stop it or fix it, it just gets louder and bigger. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how the energy really creates because that's paradoxical. Sometimes we say we don't want to push it away, but energy is different because there is like, you know, it's just a force. When you push it, they need to balance. So they will push it back. Otherwise, they cannot balance that dynamic. So yeah. when we choose to do that, guess what? <laughs> we got more of the resistance. And that's so uh, exhausting, right? That whenever we're in resistance, because you, I know you're really a, a master at um, talking about like reducing the resistance of our own life and working with our own energy so that we can have more satisfaction more joy, right? Resistance is just that. It's like, um, yeah, it's like a, I mean, if you think about electricity, when you have a resistor, it takes a lot of work to slow the energy signal through there, right? The, the electric signal through the resistor. And that's what it happens when we act as that resistor to energy is that we have to put up a ton of 
energy to fight it. And it's, yes, it's yes. And then we get uh, as a projector, then I would get bitter about just being so tired and I'm not actually upset with my children. I'm just tired. You know, um, I, I mean, the learning to cooperate with my own needs cycle of rest has been one of a huge game changer in our family huge yes 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 so i just uh so fascinated about your awareness about all the things um <laughs> thank you you know it just say uh, we all have this opportunity to observe ourselves but maybe we just get too busy maybe we yeah. just focus on the negativity so we focus on dealing the resistance other than <laughs> just to right. find out what's the flow of life and yeah. uh, I think you are being uh, the critical work to help other parents to raise their kids um, like consciously and observe mm-hmm. their behavior and make sure giving more space and being the parents also just need to be kind of more grounded when they come in, let them come, then they come and they go on to play. And sometimes being the parent, just continue to worry about, you know, they feel that way, but like, they're okay. They are actually don't care anything anymore, but <laughs> still kind of like holding down in your heart, right? So right. Um, I, I think uh, that's so amazing. You're joining our community, uh, hoping we Thank can you. continue to have a conversation and invite other type of energy and understand um, we are not here to really feeling all this bitterness and um, dissatisfied and you know all this anger it's mm-hmm. it's just because the conditions we are not aware because mm-hmm. like conditions not only just people just try to program you you know but in mm-hmm. the sound way you know you have this four seasons and everything is energy right it will have some impact or uh, influence on our energy flow on the daily basis right. or even like momentary basis somebody mm-hmm. If I go shopping and someone really have an anger, I can feel that anger when mm-hmm. I'm getting close to that person. Yeah. So me we too. need to know the conditioning is not something like somebody try to just program you and go to let you to sleep. No, it's happening every time with everything mm-hmm. around us. Yeah, I don't think conditioning is the necessary evil that we've made it out to be, but um, I don't know. Have you? I'm kind of a Netflix person. I don't know if you've ever seen that series called White Collar. It's a series about this white collar criminal who basically gets um, gets out of gets a pass out of prison in order to help the FBI um, catch other counterfeits. Huh. And one of the things he teaches the the investigator that he's working with is that the really the best way to tell the difference between a counterfeit and a real you know, hundred dollar bill, for example, is to uh-huh. study the original enough that you can see the subtle difference right away. And so I think mm-hmm. that's the beauty of gene keys and human design is that the more I study what is natural energy for me, mm-hmm. and the more I study what is natural energy for one of my children, I'm much quicker to recognize when one of us is acting in our not self. And then I can just choose a different reaction to that. I don't have to put the same weight on all of the data that I'm getting from my family members and my husband, especially because he, and I'm going to, I have to talk about this because so many people like, um, like I'm super into human design, but my husband's like, Ooh, that's kind of weird. I don't want to talk about that too much. My husband has learned so much about human design just from me reacting a little differently to his design Mm. that he, but he still is like, I don't know why you have to know all that. And I'm like, Oh, you don't have to know all that because I do. But he's like, it doesn't matter to me which gate did that. What I really need to know is how to deal with it differently. And I I do hear that a lot from other parents too, that he's like, 
I'd, I'd love the guidance about what to do differently, but I don't necessarily need to memorize the whole chart. So my encouragement to most people would be though, like do really study your own chart. Do really mm-hmm. get familiar with your own energy because it's a, that's your surefire defense against conditioning because you will be able to tell um, like I have an open root, for example. And so when my kids are pressuring me to make a quick decision, I are I already know because I have to make a decision quickly, in their opinion, that I'm getting root pressure from them. And so I will physically just like step back a little bit and break the aura connection so that I'm not being conditioned and I can use my own yeah. my own thought process. I don't have to when it's a decision for them, I can use my mind because my mind's there for them. But um, if it's a decision that's about me, I have to use my strategy and authority. And I can't do that when I'm right inside their aura because I can't control the fact that I absorb energy. That's what projectors yeah, do. Yeah, yeah because so you, you project your opinion so much, you don't have a way yeah. to really connect with your own. Yeah, yeah so I've kind of given up. Like some people are on a mission to decondition. And I think that's wise. I think it's wise to decondition as much as you can. But I also think some of it, like you said, you, you're if you're out in the sunshine, the seasons change, there's not much you could really do about neutrino weather, right? The, the sun cha- activating yes. different gates every week. Mm. So- Mm, I, so I'm just like, I think the better answer is to really know what is mine and what's not and just stick to, that's the stuff I can control is what's my energy and what I'm responsible for inside my own hoop. And then if something comes into my awareness that isn't mine, I'll recognize it because I'm very familiar with what is mine. Yeah. Yeah. That is the wisdom Sarah, Sasha left before she take it out because this is really, it's a self-awareness, not because to pinpoint like what's wrong with me, other mm-hmm. than to understand, you know, if a certain situation that might, might behave differently and you just start to observe our own behaviors, then mm-hmm. we can see our patterns, you know, through observation, not to through reacting because when right. we're acting we only focus on that in you know how to turn that energy around but when you observe you see the whole picture easier because you can see mm-hmm. oh i do this when someone say that but right. not someone not really just a bad person <laughs> it's just <laughs> when your energy is not really resonate for something or even the trigger you to think differently but that for me as a habit coach is a it's a given, it's a blessing because when someone give us some, give me something, I feel triggered, that give me the sign. Mm-hmm. Say, what is something I still hold on? So we have the strong resistance because that my, it must have something right. in my energy field to block it. So if yeah. I'm totally in peace and easy, you know, I have fun, I allow everything to happen. In, I invite them to go in through. But when I feel the trigger or resistant, ah, that is the sign. I need to find that place, then let it go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so is that, that triggering is, me so much? That's a, that's really that's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm so happy we have this first um interview done. So I'm going to do um once I post it in and now I will invite people, maybe have a conversation with you. So the the best time or best way to connect with you do you want to um, suggest us how to oh connect? sure yeah I um I my website is www.sashaclark.com um that's really the best way like it to set an appointment I'm on Instagram um at Sasha one I'm also on Facebook obviously that's how we connected uh-huh. um and I yeah and I would be happy to send that all the different links to you so that you can share them I really appreciate that um, I do have a podcast too on Spotify called Human Design for Parents and Kids. 
Um, there's only a few episodes on there so far, but I have recorded quite a few in the last week. So I'll be posting more soon. And um, yeah, I'm just on a mission to really help uh, people enjoy their family lives but more. And it, um, like you said, it's it's really just a matter of getting familiar with each other's energy. And um, it's really, for me, it's um, helped me walk in more understanding and tolerance towards the other humans I live with. And, you know, even if people aren't parents, it, it's useful with your your own parents or with your siblings or with your coworkers um, or your friends, you know, if they're willing to let you pull their charts, it's just knowing my, <laughs> just knowing myself better has helped me be a better friend to other people. Exactly. And more.